Hi everyone, I'm Lou Moultrie, the host for Freedom to Talk podcast, a women's chat room where we discuss the things that touch our lives. Some of these subjects are really sensitive and some of them are really funny. So menopause, addiction, food, kids, well-being, work, music, friends, you name it, we talk about it. We have a disclaimer and it's really pure and simple. We are talking from our life experiences, which may not be the same as yours. We are not the expert. We want you to self-care in all that we talk about and we urge you to be your own guide in life and direct your own path. Take care and grab a coffee or a tea, sit back and enjoy and we love you, your women and we want you with us. Bye, stay safe. Hi everyone, this is Lou from Freedom to Talk and um, we've got a different one for you today. We're going to be discussing the menopause and um, you have two people here. We have Cheryl that is an old school friend. I think Hello. We, yeah, I think we knew each other from about the age of 11. I was trying to think about this, wasn't it? Yeah, first it was first year of senior school. Yeah, but she's obviously a lot older than me. Because I'm 53 and she's 50. Are you 54? Are you 53? Yeah. Oh, right. She's six months older than me. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, so we've known each other a long while. We've known each other through our youth, through middle age, and now to the crisis point of menopause. So we thought it'd be good to um, just discuss it amongst friends. Please don't take our word for anything. <laughs> because we're not experts. Um, I was going to lie earlier and say I was a marine biologist, but I don't really think it just sounded interesting. I don't think it's really got anything to do with the menopause or or what you should do. Um, so, yeah. And um, yeah, don't we're just having a conversation amongst yeah. friends. Do you want to kick off first, Cheryl? Because how long have you been in the menopause? I think I've probably been in the menopause for a good three years now. I know it's awful. Absolutely awful. I'm laughing because I wanted to say, how long have you been crazy for? (laughs) Oh, no, that goes back. That goes way back (laughs) to craziness. Uh, But, yeah, probably about three years. And I had to really, really, really fight for HRT. But um, it's the most horrendous thing. And as I said to you earlier, Mm. it's a big part of our lives. And we don't realise every little thing that happens to us can be perimenopause or leading on to the menopause and I don't think we we realize because we're not taught about it did your mum ever talk to you about no no but anyone no my mum was slightly different in the fact that she had a hysterectomy at 37 so into the menopause really early I know she used to take tablets yeah other than that I mean you know what my mum's like I mean has she you know Always Actually, I'm trying to think, and I think I'm feeling that this is making sense yeah. of her whole personality now. <laughs> yeah, she's a crazy woman. <laughs> um, yeah, so but this he talks about it. No one talks about it, and I think it's such a shame because I think we need. I mean, I've been watching the Davina McCall, as I said to you. Yeah, and that's so formative. Mm. It, there's so many things that you just don't realise yeah. could be to do with the menopause. There's so many myths. There's so many bad press. Why people want to suffer this, I don't understand. I think if you, I think I really am an advocate for HRT because it's totally changed my life. I mean, you saw me yeah. before HRT, yeah, and I was completely psycho, mad, mental woman. On a on a serious note, now. And I don't want to lose your friendship over this, but you were on another level. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I actually feel for you. Well, I, I felt sorry for me um, <laughs> first because I, I was suffering anxiety. I didn't know that I was already in the menopause at the time. Hadn't seen you for ages. And you came down and um, I hadn't really thought about it. So it is thanks to you and other women that I've sort of started started to think about the menopause. But um, I saw you, you came down with your partner and um, I, from the time you were there, it, it you know, and, it, and it's quite sad as well. I mean, it's hilarious in one way. Now I look back, I mean, thank God for HRT because I think you would have killed yeah. someone. Um, yeah. But 
but you were I, I don't like using this word but you were vile oh yeah I'm really sorry Cheryl I know no. but you were you were in anything that you could if you could have been sexist ageist uh parentist fattest uh <laughs> racist any anything ist, you would have you, yeah you was you had an ist on the end of every oh, sentence yeah. um because you were just like in a this is this I'm I'm just saying this from what I saw and I actually was worried when you left because I thought this isn't her and I I said to my husband oh my god imagine if she is she taking something is she on drugs I'm I actually thought you were Oh, I was vile. It didn't. It didn't make sense, and you were aggressive. Yeah. It, even as you spoke about work, I was. It, I didn't. Tell, I mean, I was just like flabbergasted, and I just thought, "Oh my god, you're going to lose your job." You know, you're going to lose oh, your job because you. Yeah, you was telling me about different situations at work, and I thought, "Oh my god, in the office, you were being like this." Is like, and then you know, understanding it a little bit more. Um, I couldn't sleep that night. I remember I went home and I just couldn't sleep. And I just thought, what, what's happened? Is I, I, I don't I don't think I can be friends with you. I mean, it was that serious. I thought, this isn't my friends. This isn't someone I know. This isn't, and I thought, this is, but then I thought a bit more about it and just couldn't work it out. And I thought, um, maybe there's something going on. I started getting worried about you. So my, I'm quite an inquisitive brain, anything. I thought, is, is your relationship all right? Is everything all right? Um, are you are you killing your partner? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it, you uh, know, it, it was there, there was a lot of questions from me, but it's not I, funny. It's not funny, really. I can't imagine what that was like for you. I mean, what was it like for going round in that place? At the time, it wasn't like anything. At the time, I didn't know. Mm. That's that's now I can look back at it and I totally agree. I was horrible I was argument I I would have a fight with myself in the mirror <laughs> I got it, yeah you know don't stand next to me in a queue in the supermarket what are you and, looking at <laughs> now you've known me since we were really young and yeah. you're not a violent person no, you know right no. throughout school I never I never had a fight I never no. I mean the only detention I got was because of you, <laughs> you know? oh, oh blame me for everything <laughs> when you was pulling faces behind the teacher um, but you know my personality you know you know yeah. my you know my parents my family yeah. you know everything and you know the sort of background that I've come from you know all my family my cousins my brother um my first relationships the boys I've dated and that so you know everything mm. and you can honestly look back and think well she's not a vice she's never come from that sort of background I, I seriously said, thought you would tell the, the only conclusion I could come for is that you were seriously having a breakdown or yeah. that you were taking something and I, well, I really really didn't know and I didn't know what sort of drugs done that to people yeah I, I mean I wasn't clear I wasn't taking anything I mean you know I'm pretty oh, I should have done a drugs test actually yeah. <laughs> just to check you out <laughs> but looking I mean and at the time going through it at the time Lou you don't realize yeah you just realize that you're doing this you don't realize how how clearly horrible you are and how unapproachable you are because people won't tell you yeah you are a psycho bitch don't get me wrong <laughs> I wouldn't that say is a medical term for anyone listening psycho yeah, bitch that is a medical is menopause term. term that is the actual term guys <laughs> um, but Nobody wants to approach you with it because mm. nobody understands. If yeah. somebody maybe pulled me to the co uh, to a side and said something, I mean, chances are I probably would have bitten their head off. I think you would have. What well, I, I think you would have punched them, or probably. maybe run over them in your car. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. As I said at the time, mm. at the time I knew I was being vile. I can't lie to you. I can't think I was sweetness and light because I wasn't. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't realise to the extent. I just thought, oh, you know, this is not. I did feel this is not me. Yeah. You know, I mean, me and you have sat in pubs when we were teenagers and whatever, and we've laughed the whole evening about the most stupidest of things. Yeah. 
always laughed. We've always had a laugh. We can never take anything serious. And we always end up in fits of laughter. So it was like, you know, I could see that I was, I mean, and poor Matt, he did put up with a lot. and, And even he couldn't approach me because he didn't. I mean, I think a lot of people also were thinking because I'd had the problems with my head as well. Yeah, I had do you want to say quickly because people won't know? Um, I had um, clots in my in my head. Yeah, what clots? Like those pairs of trousers? Yeah, clots. A pair of clots head. How did they get there? <laughs> oh, this, is just, this is just stupid things that would tend to come out yeah, with this, when you're this friends. Is, this yeah, is sorry. Uh, yeah, because, sorry. You meant the yeah. clots. <laughs> clots in my brain brain yes yeah, sorry I still get clots because I've got thrombophilia which I didn't know that I had yeah, yeah um and obviously parts of my brain it affected and you know it sort of like killed them off although it's not um but yes yeah, so I was really really seriously ill wasn't yeah. I, I, mean, I was, so did people I think it was to do with that because I didn't connect I it with that so. I, I think did, I didn't think of that I think people just think oh you know she's had a funny brain mm. Could it be, could it be this, you know, let's yeah. not stress that because we don't want her to get ill again. Because I was seriously ill and, you know, I was told by, by doctors that I was very lucky to survive and there was a yeah. time when I was going to live. Yeah. Uh, 2016. I've also got lupus as well, which, you know, an autoimmune disease. Mm. I didn't know. So I think people were sort of like on the cusp of, oh, could it be, could it not be? Could it be related to all of those bits and pieces? Yeah. Is this changing who she is yeah. or changing the way she it, reacts? But nobody sort of thought about menopause. And to tell you the truth, I would never have thought it was menopause other than the fact that my period stopped and they yeah. did stop. But again, I didn't necessarily, because you don't know, you don't know what to expect. Nobody tells you this can happen to you, that can happen yeah. to you. This, you know... So it was um, your sleep. So I'm going to name a couple of things that, I, I mean, there was just tons. And I thought, oh, my God, how depressing. So um, sleep being affected. So mine, I, I, my sleep, I mean, everyone that, is, that listens to the podcast knows that I've suffered trauma. So within that, my sleep patterns are a bit haywire. But I didn't realise that, yeah, I was really, really... Um, going for days really finding it difficult waking up in the middle of the night not being able to go back to sleep having like two or three hours sleep a night which is I can't function on that I mean I know some people can but that really impacted on me what was sleep like for you was it okay or it was awful I was waking up a lot as you say in the night um I go to the toilet a lot in the night which again do have a problem with my with my bladder but Getting up in the middle of the night to keep weeing is another sign of menopause as well. As yeah, we I didn't get up. know that. Yeah, it is. So that was something that I, that was happening to me. Um, being woken up because I had really bad night sweats, you yeah. know, lit towels down in the bed. Um, also, um, oh, I've, I've managed to escape that. I just get cold all the time. So it could be really hot outside and I'm wearing like three jumpers and a jacket and a coat and a scarf and a hat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Thinking, oh, it really isn't cold out there because everyone's in t-shirts. I keep, I keep saying to them, why are you not cold? And I think people are looking at me saying, well, why are you not hot? <laughs> But yeah, so your temperature gauge, I think, must go out. Mine does fluctuate sometimes. I mean, I'm sitting here, I've got my heated cushion behind my back. Yeah. So yeah, I do get cold. Um, I don't really sweat anymore now that I'm on the HRT, but um, I would be up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I would have really, I mean, I would literally put my head down on the pillow and fall asleep straight away. No problem. Yeah. I'd wake up 20 minutes later. Mm. And I'd think that I'd been asleep for hours and I'm thinking, oh, my God, that was 20 minutes. What's going on? So everything is going out of kilt, really. Yeah. I mean, just to, so memory, oh. huge, huge one. Do you know, I was in the chemist. I don't know if I told you this. This is most probably the, the really, or I really saw it and I thought, shit, you know. I went in the chemist and, you know, when you go and get a prescription, God, we sound really old. <laughs> anyway, in the chemist. And the woman says, as as they do, is, can you just give me your first line of your address, please? I was standing there for ages and I thought, oh, my God, I can't remember. Where do I live? I, I, I could picture where I lived. But I couldn't remember my address. And I had and the woman luckily knows me. 
And I said, I'm really sorry. Can you give me five minutes? I think it's the menopause. I, I cannot remember my address. And it's been like that people I've bumped into people that I knew I'd bumped in the day before and couldn't remember what we spoke about. Couldn't remember where I was going. And they tell, oh, yeah, how, did the, how was that meal yesterday? And I didn't want to say what meal, where, when, how. And I was just looking and just went, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Because I just didn't know what to say. Because, And I was really straining my brain to try and recall what the conversation was. Where was I going? Where did I go the day before or whatever? It was really strange. And I know some women have said that they have felt, they thought they were having, you know, there was signs of early dementia. Yeah. Um, and I can get that because if it, if I didn't know about the menopause, I most would start worrying now thinking this isn't normal. Um, so if you yeah. had that. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I struggle a lot. Even, I mean, the other day I was. Um, I lent you I, 50 quid. Oh, did you? <laughs> I wanted to get from where I had my bloods done to swimming. So I'm sort of like thinking, oh, no, right, okay. Now, this is, this is a journey that, you know, I know. But I couldn't yeah. work out how I got from one place to another. Yeah. It took a time where I had to sit in the car and just think, if I go this way, if I go that. And then I thought, oh, God, yeah, of course I know where I'm going. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, it's just a journey that you've done loads of times and you just sat and there and that, could not remember how to get no, there. No, I cannot think how to get from A to B. Yeah. I mean, the norm, walking into a room and thinking what did I want in here I don't know I sometimes have to play back things in my mind just yeah. to on track and you know, I mean the most recent thing this morning I um, picked up my my phone and I was just answering an email and I had to go for a wee uh so I had a wee answered the email came back into the bedroom and getting dressed and I'm thinking did I have a wee could not remember yeah, yeah. what well, did you go back in <laughs> And sit on the loo and obviously I didn't go for a wee and I thought oh well I must have gone then yeah it's strange isn't it all the things that we do but um I'm just going back to I'm just gonna try and mention as many because joints and aching and I'm not talking about joints that you smoke um sounds quite enticing with all these aches and pains but yeah um aches and pains I mean I have really noticed it in my which I've read up a little bit on apparently it's the collagen and all the yeah. all the stuff that in between oh, this is the medical terms all the squidgy stuff in yeah, between that keep it cushioned so we lose all of that we lose the elasticity in our skin so my face is starting to droop um, so I'm, go I'm gonna have to use elastic bands um stapler no that's no that I hurt too much yeah Fine. No, no that's hurt too much less it bands are fine but um you know all of this stuff that impacts on you my skin I feel like is changing it's like there are lots more marks and wrinkles and I know this is age um and I feel like when I first read up on the menopause um it made sense that actually the menopause is we all we all know this is when we stop producing um, eggs babies um, this is my medical terms as well as you can tell and um, basically we are ready to die so, <laughs> so our body is is actually dying off now so for women so this makes sense of years and years ago in the Victorian <laughs> times that most people the average age was 40 um, so we would just curl up and get old and it made me think about all the old photographs um, of generations before where women in their 40s looked old. Yeah, they did. And they looked they looked old. Yeah, they and, did. And now we're looking like plumped up, filled up, um, plucked, sucked, whatever you call it. That's just the way of the world at the moment, isn't it? But yeah, so we don't look how we would have looked no. years ago. Yeah, if we were born 50, 80, 100 years before, yeah. uh, we would have looked. See pictures, and, and I mean, you know what my nan was like. She was pretty glam in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Hello, of Shelley. <laughs> oh, that, wasn't, that wasn't a very good impression. That, that wasn't actually, but you know, it 
was almost there. Um, you know, and she was all about the red lips, the eyeliner, head of hair done every Saturday, yeah. you know, done everything. But when I look at some pictures of her when she was like 40 and that, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't look like that when I was 40. She yeah. really did old. Yeah, yeah, I think they did. And I think it's because now we we are pushing to look younger, to stay longer, younger, longer and to be fitter um to have a healthier life which is great but we are really pushing ourselves which nature isn't really intended they wouldn't have had hrt they wouldn't have had all this stuff um, no they would have just started to get ready to die <laughs> well do you know what do you know i learned um with hrt which again i never knew i'm 53 yeah. i did know that as females we are born with a certain amount of eggs yeah eggs are we're born with them and they deplete every month when we start having periods yeah. and time as our reserve runs out and we have no more eggs yeah. so you know and each woman's different you can have a hundred eggs you can have five billion eggs whatever um but when your eggs run out that's it yeah realizes but when that happens yes of course we lose all the collagen the elasticity the hormones we lose the testosterone mm. the estrogen the progesterone Drone, yeah. Um, we lose those as well. I'm glad and you've said all them words, so I don't have to say them now. Well, they're so important, and we lose them. Yeah. We lose, basically, you're never ever going to get them back, which, oh, is, dear. which is they're never going to come back. They they're gone. You know, bye bye. All those hormones. We are in menopause until the day we die. What? You don't ever. I didn't know up. that. No, because you never get those things back. I'm you not never... doing that. I'm not doing that. What, till the day I die, I've got this. You are in menopause pause until the day you die. You do get over symptoms. Oh, course... So many people are going to be slitting their wrists now. Exactly. I mean, the amount of people that have said to me, oh, yeah, my mum's in their 80s and she still has hot <laughs> flush. Wow. Wow. Honestly, you know, but I didn't realise that. I really didn't realise Oh, that. God. So hair... Oh, let's go to hair shell. Mine is thin anyway. Um, what have you thought about hair? I mean, my eye is definitely hitting. It's like it's just got shooting through. And I've been really quite lucky. Um, but it just feels like there's just a burst since the menopause that everything is just on the decline. So, yeah, thank God for hair dye. That's all I can say. I mean, your hair looks so much thicker now. But it, it has got really thick again I, I did lose a lot of my hair yeah and you know what I'm like with my hair you know what I've always known but um the texture of my hair has definitely changed yeah definitely well, but like then, a white, is it like a wire brush yeah I mean look at it look at it it's just like <laughs> but I'm trying um we've lost so many hormones and that this is why our hair and the grayness mm. gray hair texture so the texture of my hair is different and i have learned that i'm thinking we... of brillo pads yeah it is i mean look at oh, it no it's... not when i'm looking at you i'm i'm just thinking of brillo pads as you're describing them uh, i don't know uh, this is... is showing our age as well i don't think they do brillo pads now they do do brillo pads they oh, do they? Oh, thank you. um honestly and and you know what i find you shampoo for old hair what old shampoo no shampoo for old hair oh i've been looking through my cupboards then looking for all old shampoo (laughs) using shampoo that has no sulfates and stuff like that is good but you can get specialist shampoos pantene do one for instance i'm not allowed to advertise i'm so sorry there's plenty of others (laughs) for for menopause hair Oh, right. Well, okay. I'm telling you, it does make a difference. It's made my hair feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks it. It looks it. Um, right. So, still going down this long, bloody list. And I have to say, both of us are on HRT now. Um, Cheryl's on the patches and I'm on the gel. I sort of felt when I first started, because I went to my GP because of because of trauma that I suffered, um, I don't bring that into everything, but I do have to look after my mental health big time. 
and um, I can dip in and out. I, I suffer with complex post-traumatic stress disorder, have done for years and only really, you know, really spoke about this openly in the last few years. But it's something that I dealt with on my own. I knew that, you know, when I got triggered, it was a really difficult for me to cope. So most of the time I drink and do all sorts. So I was really scared. When I thought about eight, um, the, the menopause, I thought, shit, this will take me under. I, mean, I was really serious because I thought this, I, I couldn't work out. I kept feeling go, dipping really down um, into a point of, you know, I'm going to say it, is feeling suicidal at times. And this is something that I have felt before with um, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I think people out there that have suffered this or have been diagnosed with depression or anxiety will will recognize this stuff so I recognize but I usually I mean I'm pretty self-aware I've worked in this field for a long time um studied the brain and and all sorts and um but this was different I couldn't put my finger on it and it just came in waves for no apparent reason usually I could pinpoint and go back and see where this had been triggered from um, I'm really good at looking after myself, but th- this scared me. And then thinking about the menopause, it seemed to make sense. And I thought, oh, my God, I need to get some support straight away. So I was and it and it was you that spurred me on, to be quite honest. And other women that I'd known that m- their mental state had really declined, um, some to the point of becoming really very, very ill two women that I know were close to being sectioned so this is serious stuff now and so I called the doctor and I'm not very good I'm very good at advocating for other women but not so good good at advocating for myself but I was really serious I thought god I haven't got this far in life to have battled through all of this and now I menopause is going to wipe me out yeah with the with the combination so I was on the phone to my GP and said I, I'm a survivor of this, of, of abuse. Um, I've suffered trauma. You have all of that stuff on my record. However, I feel like I might be in the menopause. And if I am, I don't want to be left on the side because you came to mind of how they just not taken much notice. I know it was other things, medical conditions, but it's not the bloody point. You weren't listened to and, and heard. And it was never suggested that it could be that or uh, until a bit later, I think, if I'm right. So I said to my GP, I hold you responsible. Yeah, I I don't usually do this. It sounds a bit like blackmailing, but I said, my mental health, um, I have to be really careful, uh, as you know, and I cannot deal with that and my trauma taking me under because I don't think I'll survive it. And I was that serious because of other women that I'd heard talking about this. And my anxiety levels had shot through the roof in the last couple of years, which I couldn't quite pinpoint why. And I now believe that it is because I'm I'm healthier so I deal with the anxiety that comes up from my trauma but I do believe it is partly to do with with the menopause I don't want to blame the menopause on everything but socially you know me Cheryl I've been always quite confident of being out and about um talking I couldn't actually go out anywhere Uh, if I went to the local pub my stress levels went through the roof. I felt very unsafe. I didn't want to be there. I felt like everyone was staring at me. I'd lost all my confidence and I just wanted to be at home, which I know can be post-traumatic stress. Be careful of that. But this was very different. It was a different experience and it was very scary. So my GP was very good. I've heard some GPs are just letting women hang on there and not giving them HRT. I said, I want HRT, I want anything that I don't keep feeling like this because I'm scared. They were really good, gave me breast screening straight away. I had to have, um, because obviously you're at a higher level. Again, apparently, if you take HRT, there is a higher um, stat that you could get breast cancer. So they're on that um, quite heavily. And, And there's something about if you've got that in your family, actually think that it's I think you have as much chance if um my education on it is correct and as I'm 
don't quote me either, of developing breast cancer as you would if you was taking the contraceptive pill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that is, but I, I'm, and I get it, the, the worry, but that was one of the first things my GP and I said, you know something, I don't care. So this sounds a bit flippant for anyone that has had breast cancer or have gone through any form of cancer that I would say that, but I absolutely felt, I said, I will die anyway. I feel that serious about this, that I would take my life because of this, because of the lack of hormones in, in me. Um, so I, I don't care. I, I want to try anything that is going to help me. And I think she knew how serious I was. I, I didn't know if I was in the menopause, but I just didn't know what it was. Took the blood test. And within two weeks, I had had all these tests and was given HRT, which was really quick. That she said that your hormone levels are really low. You are not perimenopause. Um, yeah. You are in the menopause. And yeah, it was really low. So yeah. in, a, in a way, I felt relieved that sense of oh my god you know this could have been all of that and relieved that I'd got HRT it felt like a lifesaver so on a huge serious note I thought if I didn't if no one had spoken about it if I hadn't how I didn't even think about it I've got to 53 and not even thought about the menopause but if it wasn't for you and other women starting obviously you you have that link with other women your own age you start to hear it more and more and people suffering depression and and all of these things um yeah so I and I know um you know I was talking to my sister I'm sure she won't mind me saying um the other day and she feels like she's in the menopause but she's scared of the cancer stuff so is not taking it and I've said to her like you know maybe contact your doctor or see what's out there I think I said that. I mean, this is the menopause. Have I forgot? Did I say that? But it worries me. It worries me that we go through this and we could really dip into a really horrible void and not come out. I mean, and I I know I haven't asked you and it's a bit bit naughty to ask you now, but I think I can get away with it because I'm your friend. Um, Did you feel suicidal at all, Cheryl? No. Okay. No, I I didn't. But going back on the information that we have yeah. on HRT, yeah. um, I actually think that we are very misguided about this link to cancer. Yes, it's increased if there is breast cancer within your family, yeah. but then that goes for any type of medication. Every right. medication you take comes with a risk. Mm. And this is the message I think we should that, that women should be getting across. Is that Do, what Davina McCall is yeah. trying to get out there? Is that about the minimal risk? Or is she going it? Because I've ordered the book, but it's not out till September or something. And is that what she's promoting or? What, Davina, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've heard it from, was her, she was saying that the risk of taking HRT to breast cancer, especially if there's no history of breast cancer, yeah. is the risk as taking a contraceptive pill and I thought well hang on a minute we all took contraceptive pills when we were younger why weren't we told of the risk then because I don't remember or were we and we just didn't probably but we you know when you're that age you're you're invincible aren't you yeah definitely forever you don't care but we had no more risk then than we would now so why are we being frightened of it yeah I suppose it's lack of information Cheryl isn't it and lack of this is it I feel I feel really happy for the next generation and your girls because you've got uh I was gonna say this is menopause. I was gonna say five girls then. No, I, I've just added two on. Oh, did you not That's tell the girls that they had another two sisters? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but um yeah, the girls, your girls will hear this and prepared for it. Um, I feel exactly the same as you do I just think thank goodness for this and not only that but my girls see me yeah what I'm going through I'm very open about it Mm. you know see me with my patches on my legs I do also take a progesterone tablet as well at night patch on your forehead I'd patch up everywhere I mean that's our godsend and you know we've talked about it 
I, when I first went to the doctor and I was first told that a blood test came back to say that I was, I don't know, they, they've sort of like on points, this was a good few years ago, 16 to 60 on this Richter scale and I was at 26. Yeah, yeah. So I was definitely in the menopause um, and I said to the doctor then, I said, well, how about HRT? And my GP turned around and categorically at that stage said to me, there is not a GP in this country that would give you HRT because of my medical history mm. and I was so upset because I just thought well do you know what suck it up buttercup get on with it you're just going to have to get on with this and I was so glad that I did find someone to listen to me okay they had to refer me to a professor of haematology in King's College in London yeah. and he um, he agreed that the benefits of HRT and I've got a lot of medical conditions yeah. so if I can get it I just think well just just get it at the end of the day what was the point Cheryl sorry what was the point where you thought this is serious I need something where, where did you get to of actually <laughs> obviously pushed for this yeah I did I think I just couldn't cope anymore um I had noticed that I was changing I think we do change we change right throughout our lives mm. we have to accept the change you know we're not the same people we were when we were kids oh, excuse me um, I've got a buttercup figure <laughs> well maybe you have <laughs> but you know we don't we don't think the same we don't act the same you mm. know but you know so you've got to accept the change of course you have but you don't have to accept being everywhere I went I was just so angry you know, I'm, not I was, I'm not I'm I am laughing <laughs> Oh, yes. I'm but laughing I can afford to laugh now because you are can. not going to bite my head off I know we can laugh about it but I was I was horrible I think did you get the, upset did you get did you cry did you get emotional no, no I was just angry oh my god <laughs> like so you didn't even like get angry and then get upset but you just no. like you were just full force angry yeah I was proper proper angry and I just thought and then and I did come to a stage where I just thought, well, this is me now. Like it, don't like it, don't care. You know, and that was my attitude. But <laughs> oh, not... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It really was. That it was, was like... Mrs. You was Mrs. Angry though, wasn't you? Yeah. And it was like see, I men think... need to know this, don't they? And partners, even same-sex relationship, we need to know this because you if do... you have Mrs. Angry living in your house, you need to know, or or someone who's feeling suicidal, you need to. It needs to be out there for everyone, doesn't it? It does. I mean, what really rang home was my partner, Matt, his dad. His mum and dad are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary at the end mm. of the month. Did they ban you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, that, but I don't think you, I don't, I think you're busy that day. <laughs> yeah, you're coming. <laughs> but, you know, and they've got one of the strongest marriages I mm. know. They're lovely, lovely people, you know, sort of mm. the earth. Um, and I can remember him saying to me that the one and only time he seriously, and I mean seriously, mm. wanted to leave his wife was when she started going through the menopause. Yeah. And we laugh about it. Yeah. You know. Did he say why? Because she was just, he said, I would put my key in the door and I didn't know what I'd be walking into. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, you know, considering I work with domestic abuse, that's, I just felt that pit in my stomach of, that is what people say when they are being abused or hurt is like that that feeling of fear um, yeah. of stress anxiety about what is going to be hurled at them that's not okay but to think our hormones are doing this and it's yeah not, it's not it's not really part of us it's not really us and this is why we need educating first and foremost because when this happens to you you don't know why it's happening to you yeah. you don't necessarily question it because you don't think because you're in that sort of bubble where you just don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with you yeah See, you I know, could feel I I could feel my emotions dipping in and out and I could feel a wave of stuff uh, is that because I work in this field is that yeah. because I'm always analyzing how I yeah. am how I react how I respond to things I, I would say so because I never felt like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but then I've never had to sort of like, if you like, analyze myself yeah. or my gauge you know, your how yeah. you are, yeah, as a person. You know, always thought I was on a even keel, and yeah. so yeah, I d- I do think that probably you had a better insight because you were more prepared. But this is what I'm saying: if we mm. were educated, we would be able to say that. And if I was educated if I knew about things mm. before it happened to me when it happened to me I could probably have gone aha maybe yeah maybe it's, it's because- a shame we all don't have a blood test you know at 45 yeah you know, at 45 that every woman in general because we have breast screening that comes up more often than when we're we in our 50s yeah but, you know at 45 that actually we had a blood test that that um said well actually your hormone levels have dropped a bit or no that's fine um so that we knew so we were on guard and maybe every three years or something but is it we don't know we don't know what the what to look out for yeah you know that you know what it's like I mean I know with having three girls when they were young and coming up to their maybe due to start their periods you would look out for those signs moody you know, yeah. all the things learned about in our yeah I remember learning class. about periods and stuff yeah, yeah. And we, we learned that we have mood changes that your your skin can come up but we don't learn about the menopause so mm. we're totally oblivious yeah. we look I, as a mother I was looking out for those signs and I thought oh yeah she's gonna she's gonna start a period soon yeah but you know we don't have this indicate we don't have any indicators no and I think yeah if we if we were saying you know looking out for it from 40 onwards that it was something like like we know that uh the time that we might yeah most of us are glad that we don't have our periods um you know we're actually like thinking yes at last but if we don't connect it to actually the menopause then that's something very different but that's what we thought menopause was, is that you stopped your periods. I yeah. mean, I was so looking forward to being menopausal monthly. So, and, and now, now I would give anything to go back to that. Yeah. I've got the uh, marina coil. So it doesn't mean that I go deep sea diving, but it's, um, it's actually, um, it has those, some of those hormones that you said, I'm not going to say them, so I know I'm going to get them wrong, but it has a hormone in there that you need um so I've had mine refitted sounds like a carpet doesn't it but anyway yeah I got mine refitted had workmen come and do it <laughs> no. on your magic coil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um yeah so I've I've just had that it was due to come out and I was thinking oh okay um that will be it now because I'm 53 and I don't I don't need that and that was for heavy periods but then realised that's why I didn't pick it up because I had no periods and that was the reason why I had that. And if it's stuff, we don't really understand, we don't look at... uh, Look, I've just forgot what I was saying then. So this (laughs) is classic. I literally forgot what I was saying. Start talking about Sainsbury's. (laughs) Yeah, and oh yeah, what was you doing the other day? (laughs) But thank God I've got a list in front of me and I've got on this list at the top leaks with exclamation marks as in urine leaks yeah not the leaks that we cook but leaks as in urine and from all sorts yeah Yeah. and and I have to but I have to say if there are women out there I had signs of that and I I was really getting a bit scared and thank god linked to the other part that my sex drive was zero because um, otherwise my partner wouldn't have come near me anyway because it was really, it was horrible. It was, I, I never went to the doctors about it because I was really quite embarrassed and I thought, shit, man, this is, well, yes, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was like, it was like, oh my God, is this it? Like, and then read about that, that I mean, since I've been on HRT, completely gone and vanished, <laughs> Thank God, I'd be drinking HRT, I have to tell you. So, um, that was something that I was really embarrassed about. I mean, obviously, yeah, I've, I'm a bit abnormal because I'm just saying it for everyone to know now. But but yeah, it's but it's one of those things I haven't heard any other woman talk about. And even on the, the sites that are for menopause, 
I thought, do I put this there so that the 5,000 followers on here can hear what I'm just about <laughs> to say? And I was just too embarrassed. I was I was too embarrassed and didn't know, you know, I'd read it was linked, but I thought, I don't really want to put it out there. But I wonder how many other people. I do suffer quite badly, not, not permanently, with um, urine incontinence. <sighs> I don't know. No, this is my childish side. I can't help but laugh. It's just like, I feel like people are going to think we're both sitting here smelling of urine. <laughs> I think I do. I mean, honest to God. What, I mean, you think you do sit there smelling of urine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old, it don't matter. Um, but honestly, tenor lady are my, are my everyday use. Yeah. You know, the sanitary towels are gone. The tenor ladies now come into play. Um, yeah, got I got tenor pants. I have got them as well, actually. Have you? They look, they they make them look in the adverts like they're really cool. But no. I don't think I think only if you was having a rampant sex session that you're going to just rip them off at the sides. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe who, it wouldn't have the same effect. Who's going to want to rip an an adult nappy off you? You know, <laughs> oh, they're so goddamn awful. But. I've, I've never ever, you know, I've always been the one that in my 40s and that if my friends were bouncing about on trampolines, they'd go, oh, yeah, just weed a little bit. Or they sneezed or coughed. And I used to think, oh, how disgusting. But now I do, oh. <laughs> I do it constantly. It just happens. It's just one of those things. And I do think that we lose a certain amount of urine. Yeah, well, we just lose a amount of control as you say as I said earlier I don't even know when I've been to the toilet let alone even remember did I go (laughs) I so if I if I hear that at your neck of the woods there's a woman stuck in the ladies and she's been in there 24 hours it could possibly be you it could because I wouldn't even know if you just said I know I've just got in here yeah I mean don't ask me if I've finished because I'll be going well I don't know if I've started yet (laughs) (laughs) so as we get on to the leaks and bits and pieces, vaginal dryness. Oh, no. But do you know that you can get um, lubricant on prescription when you're in the menopause? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've got it on prescription. Oh, it's what, like called... a tub of it. Well, they, they do s- silk or skin. No, I think it's called skin lubricant. Mm. You can buy it in the shops, but you yeah. can... And actually, I, I work in the NHS and I do work within or next to um, the, the con- section. continence ladies. And they, one of the continence nurses told me about this, um, this gel called skin. But I think it's S-Y. Yeah. Not S-I. Or is it silk? Oh, I don't know. Oh God, this is the menopause <laughs> kicking in again. Because it's so common. And you can also get um, like oil drops. Oh, right you do you you just become dried up um so you do need some sort dried of... up gray yeah. wrinkly ready exactly to die. exactly i mean it's it's nothing to shout about is it being being out right it's like oh god i've just wet myself oh that's that's <laughs> handy because it's the only time i have <laughs> well at least i don't need you... to take my gel at least when you wet yourself, you're not dry anymore. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't think we're giving a very good name to menopause, Cheryl. Yeah, we're but, not. But I think we need. I think we need to put it out there. I really do. But yeah, you can get. They will give you lubricant on prescription. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Well, that's something to think about. And what about anxiety, Cheryl? Anxiety, because I definitely, as I said before, I definitely feel that my anxiety levels, even driving. And then I read it on a menopause site. So I thought, I'm glad I did because I, I may have linked that and it, and it was nothing to do with that. But I started, it's eased a little bit now, but I started to get scared of where I'm driving. Mm. Um, my confidence in driving. I've driven since I was 16, 16, 17. <laughs> yeah, I know, I lied on my test. But um, yeah, I was driving when I was 16. So all of those years up to now, never had a problem never even thought about it and actually started getting into my car thinking uh, I don't really you know when you try and avoid going somewhere like I was avoiding going out um it was it was really quite something and the anxiety about being around people um 
anxiety in general it was really yeah. really tough um so have, have you experienced that yeah, definitely I think um I mean you know what I'm like I, I've always been a very confident person yeah. I've done the big career and everything else but you mm. do lose a lot of yourself yeah. or a lot younger self I mean this is the thing I think we should remember that yeah we do lose a lot of ourselves but it doesn't have to be negative we can make it into a positive yeah I think that's what we need to remember um the anxiety of I don't like um going out clubbing anymore is that just not with our age I haven't liked going out clubbing for years (laughs) is there any clubs anyway I mean don't get me wrong yeah (laughs) I don't probably not it's all zoom ones (laughs) yeah yeah, just just silly things like that. You know, you just think, no, do you know what? I I quite prefer just staying indoors. Um, I've never been a major drinker. Yeah. Never. I mean, I can't really drink anyway because of the medication I take. Yeah. But even that doesn't do it for me. Um, I don't know. I think there is an anxiety because I think we do you you do think that you've lost a part of yourself yeah I think confidence does go and always and and even a little bit of paranoia sneaks in so you're always thinking are they looking at me are they judging me are they do you know absolutely do you know I've heard this so much I mean I'm glad I'm glad you've said that because there is a few women um that I I know and have spoken about this that even their group of friends um yeah. I, I haven't got a huge group of friends so I don't go out with loads of women out there um but there are women that have you know in different circles or whatever and have found it difficult to be around their friends which I thought god you know that's that must be quite something but even saying that as I'm saying that I remember I've been asked down to yours you know different things going on and just thought shit I can't go even the journey there I was stressing about and I've been quite open with you and said you know and and again didn't know it was part of my mental health but I always know to look after my mental health so would say I don't think I can get there Cheryl or if I do I do so it's always been like that, but I've noticed it really went up. It was heightened. I feel like it's going down a little bit now, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, going out. Yeah, and I think out. the HRT does help. Yeah. I think, you know, there's a lot to do with society as well, especially, you know, as we've been tapped away for the last two years. Yeah, and it's we're, been hard, hasn't it? And now we're mixing with the world again. It is a bit of a new just getting back out there just you know I mean I've been on HRT coming up for a year now yeah I do feel that I am getting back to myself I'm not perfect I don't think I'll ever be perfect but um oh no actually I am perfect (laughs) that's the the HRT talking (laughs) but I remember when you told me and again I've heard this off of a few women so more than more than most probably about four or five women that have said as soon as they got HRT they noticed it yeah and and I remember I'm sure it was you that one of that one of those women that said to me it was like oh my god I, it was immediate like I'm gonna be all right now it it was it was immediate you know because they do say to give it like three months or whatever because like with anything you've got to get system but I I do have to admit it was pretty immediate with me yeah. and I just wow wasn't it don't get me wrong it wasn't the be all and end all not to begin with but it was because yeah, it goes up and down isn't it because my it, mine I had to get a higher dose I could feel yeah. the wave coming on again and after exactly. a higher dose you know you have to get it right don't yeah. you yeah touch wood turn round and whistle I've not had any hot flush where did you get that saying touch wood turn round and whistle that's a very old saying, isn't it? Is that part of the menopause? Yes, I'm turning into an old person. <laughs> I'll start beyond. Turn round and whistle. That yeah. is the first time I've heard that. I don't, it's a bit long for me to remember to even say that as a saying, but yeah, anyway, sorry. It's good luck, isn't it? Touch wood, turn round and whistle. But yeah, it 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 does, it does, um, it does work pretty well. I found it worked pretty quick yeah. for me. But you, you're always going to be tailoring it as you go along in life. But it's then that you realise mm. how truly horrible you are or you were. 
because it's like anything, isn't it? You know, you just sort of. I have to say, you have to like put that in context through the menopause. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You have to put it in context. But um, everything just seems a bit more joyous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've heard other women say. And I don't know, you know, my hat off to those women and. And also there's a, a, an element of sadness there because I have heard women that have got a history of breast cancer in their family, literally a history, mothers, aunties, sisters um, that have died of breast cancer. And, and um, they're really high on that and will not take HRT because of that. And I can sort of get that because then the risk is, it was all right for me flippantly saying, oh, I don't care, just give me anything. But that really is that. I mean, do you say I don't care when you have children? Um, when you have grandchildren when you have a partner that actually oh I really don't care is it just sitting with all of these things because not everyone gets the, them as well I mean I'd really love to hear from women that have, are in their 60s 65 70 and actually haven't had any of well, this I, stuff um, Matt's auntie I mean yeah. bearing in mind Matt's mum is a twin through a horrible time but his auntie not a thing oh what a and cheek what, then, she gave it all to her sister. Yeah, she obviously gave everything to Lynn. But she was, they're in their 70s. Yeah. Sarah, you know, you know her. Yeah. She's not gone, she's not having any menopause issues. Yeah, so I'm, I, I've thought about this. I've thought, would I, if it wasn't for the people around me, would I have even thought that I was in the menopause? Yeah, I obviously was because of my hormones. Would I have just got on and dealt with it would I have gone through those dips I've questioned that as well is that have I jumped on the menopause bandwagon obviously part not because there's definitely been the the GP said to me no you it's it's really low but it does make me think oh what if I didn't know would I've just got on with it would I've been all right would I've or would I've been depressed and other things happened but I'd have just had to get on with it it's, it's so difficult to answer that because yeah. I think with menopause, it, it sort of crosses over with so many different things. Yeah. I like stuff that you've been through before. Yeah. Also, you had the coil. So you, so it's not like your period stops. That's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether because it's in your head, you're thinking about it more, whether if you. I feel like it, every time, Cheryl, I feel like lately I'm just like, oh God, that's the menopause. That's the menopause. And I, I'm getting sick of myself saying it because I feel like, oh, Am I blaming everything on there? But the, I mean, the, the actual, I think the, the most was my memory going. Yeah. It's really part of that. And the anxiety and the suicidal well, feelings. I mean, did show this thing where they, they in, in America, where they're doing a lot of, um, these are two neuro doctors. Yeah. Um, and they took a picture of this person's brain before menopause. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So you can so you can actually medically see the effect it has on our brains. Yeah. And it's just so, so interesting to think that and this is why we need all this education, mm. because we need to be told that, OK, yes, of course, there's a lot of crossovers with menopause. And yes, we can we can all go around blaming it on the menopause, this mm. that, and the other. But I think a lot of it is to do with the menopause. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the joints, definitely. Brain fog. I think uh, looking at the that was a really interesting bit because I'm really I'm really interested and in work with the brain as well and that sort of stands out to me because people with post-traumatic stress you know they do the brain what it looks like a healthy brain yeah people that have suffered post-trauma or war veterans and stuff and that there is a, a, a shrinkage in the part of the yeah. brain and with that along with the menopause I'm just thinking oh my god my poor brain oh there's you know? no hope. yeah because these these are not things that are you know you can learn to live with trauma you can learn to take care of yourself um being a sufferer of post-trauma and you can you can recover from a lot of what you have gone through but it doesn't mean that your brain goes back to yeah, but it doesn't yeah yeah so that that element of your brain size shrinking is I've always thought I've got the brain size of a pea 
and um, <laughs> I most probably actually have now since the menopause. It's just so interesting. I mean, the fact that um, when I was watching that programme, the amount of women that have lost their jobs. Oh, my God. You know, when I saw, when I, I turned around and said to Derek, Cheryl, Cheryl, I kept saying, that, you know, because I thought that day I saw you, I thought if you haven't lost your job, you're going to be on a disciplinary soon because <laughs> because they were too scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no just keep her on but I I thought wow because I was thinking well if I was working with you I'd complain you know and you're my friend <laughs> it's like but I you would because it's not it, it wouldn't be acceptable it's not acceptable in an office or in, in working environment and this and is it so many, how many people have lost their jobs so many I mean when I watched that program the amount of I mean one woman that's been a teacher all her life and yeah. a really good teacher she got sacked because she all of a sudden she started swearing yeah but I mean you know I'm so childish I just like found that funny it's obviously not funny and if my child was there I'd say yes sacker who knew that that's that's also another thing for menopause is that it changes our personalities or change our personalities that much that we can go from somebody who's perfectly normal to somebody that's crazy every given moment she lost her job yeah I mean I just before we go because we've been talking nearly an hour can you believe that well that's usual for us though is it no but I just want to thank you for showing me your craziness because (laughs) if it wasn't for your craziness this would not have stood out in my head so much because I it yeah it was like it was like you've been taken over by demons I was, and you needed to see that. Oh, you're doing it. Oh, you're going to say, and I did it as a favour to you. I did. I'm your saviour. As <laughs> always, I'm your saviour. I, I showed you the light. <laughs> well, but gonna... we education it. My... Oh, sorry. Oh, dear. Not... Is that part of the menopause? You just fell off your chair. <laughs> <laughs> we need education, and I'm such an advocate for HRT. And also, I'll tell you what else just before we go. I do think that when women hit the age of 40, they now I you know me, I've never been, I'm not this, I'm not a hippie, I'm not one of these people to take um multivitamins and, and stuff mm. like that. I, I just don't do it. But I'm actually starting to realise now, I wish somebody, or even my mum had said to me, when I turned 40, start taking perimenopausal vitamins. Go down to get yourself a bottle. And I tell you what, I think if we prepare our bodies Mm. as much as we can and get educated, I think, do you know what? I do actually think us women will sail through this much better. I I have to agree with you there, but I... I think really they should be teaching this in schools for yeah. for boys and girls because yeah. um, it, affects, it affects men. I mean, Matt, you talked to Matt. You know, you it affected I'm him. Surprised he's not one of my clients. So traumatized. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not. I expect he'll, he'll ring me up later and say, "Lou, do you think you can do some of your trauma therapy?" Yeah, because um, Cheryl's traumatized me through menopause. <laughs> Honestly. Apart from anything else, your sex drive hits the floor as well, and that's that's your lack of testosterone. Yeah, you know, it's it's come up now through HRT. Well, I'm but, still I'm still waiting, and I've got other other aspects of that that cause me stress and anxiety. Yeah. But I I can't I absolutely know that it went to zero. Um, I agree that just no no feelings at all which I, I did question I thought god you know like I'm really being impacted by by post-trauma and actually now I would say no because before that it wasn't that low so so yeah but thank god the leakages have stopped <laughs> so that's a good place to end actually on leakages in my head leakages yeah or you leaky loo <laughs> So I'm going to leave it there. But um, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for saving my life by experiencing your crazy menopausal anger and rageful person that you are. And it will help a lot of other women as well. Well, Your anger and your rage. But that's all gone now. So 
I know, but then maybe this chat will help a lot of people. So that would be good. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I think people are talking about it a bit more. But I think um, for younger women, they we, might they might yeah. listen. Yeah, they might they may listen to this because I'm thinking when I was younger, I'd think, oh, shut up, you're old. But um, and literally that would be the conversation in my head is like, yeah. oh, shut up, you're old. That's not I you don't think about anything. You don't think about losing your hair, your teeth, your no. your skin, your your a- anything. Um when you're younger, you just you're living for the moment, which is a good which is part of being young, isn't it? But I'm hoping that women that do listen and are starting to take care is as actually that they understand that it is this serious. It, it, yeah. it is as serious as this. And but we can get through it and we can get help. And if you have to be, if you're not one of those people, but it is about it's for some people, it will feel like life and death. I know for the people that were feeling suicidal and on the brink of being sectioned, um and and being in a really bad really bad places mentally thinking they would not recover and so shocked to find out it was the menopause yeah and having hrt that was like a light uh, shining on them again that like they could breathe again is is really important that we know this stuff we take it for granted we just think well what are you going on about you're just losing a few hormones but people don't realize what those hormones do to you yeah absolutely because we've just had them all our lives we don't and then when they've gone we don't understand Mm. but as you're saying even if younger people just listen to it but maybe when they do hit that time they'll think oh I remember yeah yeah no definitely um so it's been great talking to you my old friends my much older friend than me well only a few months oh it feels like years Cheryl it feels like years <laughs> it might look like years <laughs> no um so take care everyone stay safe and do your homework do your research on this because when it does hit if it does hit it's 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 not a nice feeling so take yeah. care from me bye bye-bye take care for me too Mwah. Thank you so much for listening and hearing women's true life experiences. Don't let the conversation stop here. If you want to be part of Freedom to Talk podcast, contact me. You can link yourself in through the website at www.freedomtogethercic.co.uk. Go to the contact me page and get in touch. If you have suffered any form of trauma and would like to know more about receiving neuro-experiential online therapy from myself, please check out the website for more information. Take care and be safe.